0: Amen. Hey, once again, we're in our study. World religions, cults, and the, what's the final one? Occult. That's right. So we finished the number 14 topic on witchcraft and the rise of Wicca. Hey, I got a brand new number. You know what that means? New topic. That's right, Mary, a new topic, and we got it. It's called Satanism and the rise of what? Devil worship. That wouldn't really happen, would it? Well, yes, it is. If you thought the witchcraft was creepy, guess what? Uh, It gets creepier as we go, unfortunately, because, believe it or not, the occult is all over the place, uh, and uh, some would say that uh, some of the occult stuff was even going on with what we're dealing with with the latest election cycle and things of that nature with Satanists and pedophilia and all that kind of stuff, and it sounds horrible, crazy, a conspiracy theory, because we're going to see that's what these people actually do who get involved in Satanism. And So we're going to start at the very root of this, because it sounds, wow, Satanism, devil worship, oh, you guys are really going to... We're going to start at the core issue, okay? And the first thing we're going to deal with, right, sounds very basic, but let's just lay the groundwork. And that is the existence of Satan, right? And, and I want to start there because, okay, uh, people that want to be naysayers or put this down or say, you don't need to talk about this stuff, I don't want to hear this stuff, or why are you dealing with this stuff, and Satanist whatever, okay, well, let's stop and think about it. Okay, it, is there really a real-life Satan that Satanists actually worship. Or society would say, is he just a figment of imagination? Or, as we're going to see, is the church would say, it's just a symbol of evil. Or is it really real? And what these people are doing is really being done. Well, if you want to find the truth out, where do you go? That's right. rhymes with the Bible. Uh, so open your Bibles to Matthew chapter 4. Let's begin that journey. Is there really a real live Satan? Right. Let's just deal with the first text here, Matthew chapter 4. Of course, Matthew was written by Matthew, you biblical scholars, you. And uh, we're going to go to chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. And this is the classic example of the temptation of Jesus. And as we all know, it's completely symbolic. It's a gigantoid allegory. And that it was really just dealing with this symbol of evil and that Jesus was dealing with. No, he was really tempted by a real devil that really exists. Okay. And, and this is Jesus here. Okay. this well, that's your interpretation. No, this really went on. Okay. So let's take a look at that. Matthew chapter 4, uh, verse 1 says this. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by a figment of his imagination. Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong translation. The who? The devil. And after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he, Jesus, was hungry. So the tempter came to him and said, If you were the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. And what's Jesus say? He answered, It is written, Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Oh, that we would do that today as Christians. That we would rely on God's Word to discern, to govern us, to feed us, to encourage us. Unfortunately, we keep ingesting a bunch of other baloney, and you wonder why everybody's doing that he-haw theology. Gloom, <laughs> despair, and agony. Get back to the Word. Right? Be encouraged in the Word, right? Uh, and then the devil, that didn't work, so he tried another tap. Then the devil took him, Jesus, to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple and says, If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down. For it is written, listen, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Okay, Dealing with an actual psalm, but you're dealing with with a misapplication out of context. Uh, So think about this. So Satan knows the scripture, but what does he do with the scripture to people? He tempts them to twist it to take it out of context. So think about that. All the false teachers out there. We're going to see another one tonight. Shocker. Uh, All the false teachers out there twisting the scripture. Who do you think is spiritually behind that? Getting them to twist the scripture. It comes from him. That's, That's another tactic. Right? And so what's Jesus say? Hey, it is also written, don't put the Lord your God to the test. And again, the devil, he keeps going. He takes Jesus now to a very high mountain. He shows him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And all this I will give you, he said, if you bow down. And what's he ultimately want? Worship. Right? And this is the promises we're going to see later in the study, Lord willing. If we're still alive, we're still here. Okay? Is that Satanists... And when I did my thing with Satan uh, early on as a non-Christian, obviously, and I didn't know better, that's what I wanted. I wanted significance and power was the two things that I, uh, quote, requested from him. That was the deal, right? And that's how a lot of these people get in. They, they want the power. They want the riches. They want the fame. And Satan will throw that your way, but the ultimate goal is to keep you from ge- becoming a Christian until you take your last breath and you go straight to hell or get you to kill yourself like I tried three different times. That's his character, but we'll get into that later, right? And so then uh, he, he wants you to worship him, and that's what Satan is doing. So Jesus said, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship who? The Lord your God, and serve him only. And then the devil left him, and the angels came And attended him. Okay, so again, this is just one proof text here in the scripture uh, that says that there really is a real, live devil. What was the question? Is there really an existence of Satan? Is this real? Is it a figment of people's imagination? Is it just a symbol of evil to scare people and to keep you morally on the right track? No, he's real. In fact, if you uh, notice, there he's not twice, but five times. He was mentioned in 11 verses. Four as the devil and one as Satan. And again, as we saw on Sunday, any time that God repeats himself in the Scripture something, what's he trying to do? Hey, pay attention. I'm not saying this once, not just twice, five times. This is real. A real devil, real Satan really exists. And our Lord and Savior Jesus, who's real, really had to confront him. So this is... How could you sit there and say this is a symbol of evil? Now... Uh, as crazy as that is, not only is our society in complete denial of the existence of Satan, unfortunately, even the church is. It's horrible. Let me give you a couple uh, statistics uh, from the world. Now, here's the irony. Polls tend to show that Americans consider themselves largely a religious people. Well, that saves you, being religious. No, it doesn't. Going to a church service don't make you a Christian any more than sitting in a cow makes you a barn. Isn't that better than that other version? You know what I'm talking about, Right? Now, hey, lots of people are religious. That doesn't mean you're born again. Lots of people come to church services. That doesn't mean you're born again. That don't save you. Right? But they consider themselves religious in America. Listen, something close to 95% of the people in the United States of America claim to believe in God. Well, that saves you. No, James chapter 2, what do you say? Even the demons believe in God and they shudder. So giving a mental assent that there's a God, that doesn't save you. There has to come a point in time when you... Trust in what God says, that he is holy. We are not the wages of our sin is death. We deserve to die and go straight to hell. We can't earn our way to heaven. But praise God, he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for us. And that if we would trust in his work and his sacrifice on our behalf, purely as an act of goodness and grace and mercy, he'll forgive you. That's what it means to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, not just give mental assent to his existence, right? But anyway, that's America, 95%. Oh, we're religious. Oh, can I say this? If we were really religious and really quote uh, Christians, 95%, would we be in the shape we're in right now? Would the person who just got in the White House be in the White House right now? Oh, come on, there's just no way, right? Now, in fact, there's large numbers of Americans saying that, listen to this, they think that heaven exists, and so do angels. Of course, everybody likes that. Like talking about, you know, the heaven, forgiveness, and all that neat stuff, and angels, are there to help you, and it's kind of cool and supernatural. Well, there's heaven, but there's also What? hell. Uh, There's angels of God, but there's also fallen angels who work for Satan called demons. But see, they don't want to believe in that. Watch this. Another survey, people were asked whether they thought hell existed as an actual location, literal. A place of physical torment. And only 31% said they thought it did, which means 69% said, no, hell doesn't even exist. Well, no one in your There's no fear of God before people's eyes. You don't believe that he's literally going to punish you for what you've done and the knowledge of hell should send you straight to the cross and say God please forgive me and he will but hey take away the sting and no wonder people are like ah, I don't need Jesus maybe, maybe later because you don't want to believe it's literal now as far as so called American Christians let's turn to the church their belief in Satan is only 39 or 35% flip it around that means 65% of people professing right now to be Christians say he is just merely a symbol of evil what did we just read? He's literal, right? This is from the church, okay? And one researcher said, here's the reason why. Hollywood has made evil accessible and tame, making Satan and demons less worrisome than the Bible suggests they really are. You know why we're talking about this topic? You know why we spent 20 weeks on witchcraft and Wicca? Because it's all over the Bible. So guess what? If you're going to study all the Bible, what do you got to do? You got to deal with it, right? You can't dance around. I'm only going to talk about heaven. I'm only going to talk about the good angels. I'm never going to... Then you're not studying the Bible. You're not being taught the Word of God. You're supposed to learn the whole counsel of God. Not some of it. You're supposed to cherry pick. Including, not just from the pulpit folks, even your own private devotion. Everything in God's Word. Including spiritual warfare. Even uh, uh, dealing with the aspect of witchcraft. Are you saying that there's parts of God's Word that's not good for you? Think about what you're saying. When you say, I don't need to hear that. I refuse to hear that. I don't want to study that. I don't want to hear that from the pulpit. That, that's dangerous. But part of it is, it's just Hollywood's out there. You know, it's just a cartoon, right? It's just pitch for everybody. You know, they dress up in Halloween. That's it's not real. Hollywood, that's just entertainment. And they're saying it's desensitizing people. No, this is a real character you've got to really deal with. And these people, Satanists, they're really worshiping him. And this is really going on. Right? Let's continue on. And listen to, listen to the response. It's hard for achievement-driven, self-reliant, independent people to believe that their lives can be impacted by unseen forces. It sounds like Buffy again. <laughs> just like, we're just so, we're so modern, right, with our technology. That's just old stuff. That's old religion. Satan's not real. That's is, this is just a symbol of evil to teach you to keep your kids in line morally. It's crazy. We've been dumbed down. In fact, folks, the results are even worse than that. Now, this is a clip from The View, which we all know is a very reliable source of truth. (laughs) Yeah, turn to somebody and go, it's the universal sign there. But they quote a Barna research quote, which is reliable. But listen, listen to what even they admit, how bad it is when it comes to the authority of God's word and the existence of the devil. Watch this.
1: This is a research firm called the Barna Group, and it divides people in ages, and it says only 1% of the youngest adults, 18 to 23, has a, quote, biblical worldview, which is that the Bible is completely accurate and Satan's a real being. How many? Be. Only 1% of young adults and only 9% of all American adults have a biblical worldview. That is, that the Bible is completely accurate, uh, which includes Satan being a real being or force.
0: Wow. How in the world did Biden get in? Why is our country so messed up? Why is evil on the rise? Why are churches going so apostate? I'll tell you why. 91 to 99% don't believe, number one in the authority of this book, and I'm talking people who go to church services, and they don't even believe in a literal devil who's literally taking things over. It's nuts. That's how bad it is. How can you, as a Christian... How could the church get in such shape? Because you're not teaching the Bible. You're not teaching all the Bible. You're dancing around. You're dancing around. You're not being taught the whole word of God. Or as a Christian, you're doing the same thing uh, yourself. But again, this is what's going on in church today. And you wonder why, not just witchcraft, but as we're going to see, Satanism, believe it or not, as crazy as it sounds, it's on a mega rise as well. And part of it is because the world refuses to believe in it. They've been dumbed down, and the church refuses to talk about it. But think about this. This is Satan. This is Genesis chapter 3. Who in the world do you think started this mess? A figment of your imagination? A symbol of evil? No, I wrote that. How do you even, how do you even approach the scripture from the very beginning to the very end when he's finally chucked into the lake of fire? How do you even read the Bible without admitting that this is real? It just blows me away, okay? Uh, But then we're going to see plenty of proof that there's a literal devil, all right? Because that's what I do. I find proof for you guys, all right? And sometimes it's, all right, maybe it's a little unconventional, but I think it holds weight. Is there really a literal devil? Well, folks, I'm telling you, where'd this thing come from? Now, you know I know technology, but um, that's not photoshopped. That is, I can verify that one. That is not photoshopped. It came out looking that way with horns. <laughs> right? Or, you want more proof? Oh, People are actually not only encouraged to eat that foul meat, but how much you got to pay for it? Can you see it, folks? Right there. I didn't make it up. Six, six, six. <laughs> that's exactly right. I didn't put that sticker on there, man. Oh, and if it's really so good for you, excuse me, then why are you giving a 10% off of a flu shot? Right? <laughs> That's devilish, right there, folks. But not only that. I tell you what. Sometimes kids, parents, tell you what. Sometimes you're going like, man, what did I spawn? Sometimes kids act that way. A Little devilish in their behavior. Now, if you want an example, watch what happened with this girl. This is wild.
1: Good afternoon, madam. Yeah, I'm sorry, i Can I see your
0: papers, please? Hello. Uh-huh. Mommy in a bit of a hurry, was she? <laughs> Step out of the car, madam! Step out of the vehicle, now! Wow... I didn't expect you to raise your hands, but how many of you guys ever had a kid? You so- hmm, yeah. "Tell me there's not a devil, right?" Okay, now that's your humor for this evening. Enjoy it because it gets worse as we go <laughs> to lighten it up a little bit, right? But believe it or not, there's much more reliable proof than that. Even though, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay, uh, and that of course is the scripture. Like our opening text, folks, I'm telling you, just like witchcraft, this is all over the Bible. Proof of, if there's one thing the Bible clearly talks about, it is there's the devil, there's a Satan, the evil one. It's all over the place. Old and New Testament. So again, how can you approach the scripture and say, he's not real, right? So let's just take it, like I'm going to rip through about 30 of them real quick and just give you some proof, right? Genesis, again, where does it start? Very beginning. Genesis 3, 3 3-5, the serpent said to the woman, you surely will not die, for God knows that the day you eat from it, your eyes will be open, and you'll be like God, knowing good from evil. So obviously we know that this is just a parable. It's an illustration for the conflict between the male and female species and humanity and the eat. No, it was a literal woman named Eve and then her literal husband, Adam, and a literal Satan came and tempted and started the fall of mankind. That's why it's messed up today. So how could you say that this is not real? First Chronicles 21.1. Satan rose up against Israel and cited David to take a census of Israel. Job one 1.6.22. One day the angels came to present themselves before the Lord, and a symbol of evil also came with them. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Satan also came with them. The Lord said to Satan, where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord, from roaming through the earth, going back and forth. The Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? There's no one on earth like him. He's blameless, upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. Does Job? for fear God for nothing Satan replied Have you not put a hedge around him and his household and everything he has you bless the work of his hands so that his flocks and herds are spread throughout the land but stretch out your hand and strike everything he has and he will surely curse you to your face the Lord said to Satan very well then everything he has is in your hands but on the man himself do not lay a finger then Satan went out from the presence of the Lord how many times did it say Satan in that text man you thought Matthew 4 was a bunch there's a ton right there right and, uh, and so this really happened. Oh, by the way, Satan is not a loose cannon on deck. Even his attack on Job, who'd he have to get permission from? Who's in control? God, Christian, never forget that. That's why we don't have to be afraid of him. Zechariah 3:1 through 2. And then he showed Joshua the high priest stand before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at the right side uh, to accuse him. The Lord said to Satan, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. The Lord who uh, has chosen Jerusalem, rebuke you. Matthew, and let's go. That's just Old Testament. Just a few passages. Let's go to the New Testament. Matthew 5, 37. Simply let your yes be yes, your no no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one, Panoras, meaning Satan. Matthew 6, 13. And lead us not into temptation but delivers from the figment of our imagination. Oh, I'm sorry. The evil one. Speaking of Satan. Matthew 13, 19. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it when you're trying to witness to somebody, what happens? What's going on? Spiritual warfare. The evil one, literal, comes and snatches away what's sown in his heart. Matthew 16, 23. Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me. Who? Satan. Satan you're a stumbling block to me. You don't have the mind of things of God but the things of men. John 8:44. You're the father of the Who? Speaking to the Jews who rejected Jesus, the devil. And you want to do the desires of your father. He's a murderer. He's been one from the beginning. He does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. Whenever he speaks a lie, he speaks his own nature or language. For he is the liar and the father of all lies. John 17, 15. I do not ask you to take them, Jesus praying to the father on our behalf. For what? Don't take them out of the world, but keep them from who? The evil one, i.e. from Satan. Acts 5, 3. Peter said to Ananias, how is it that who? Satan has so filled your heart that you lied to the Holy Spirit and have kept for yourself some of the money you received from the land. Romans 16, 20. The God of peace will soon crush who? Satan. Jesus didn't die on the cross just to forgive us of our sins. He came to destroy the works of the devil, to crush him. Is he crushing just a a, a symbol of evil? No. Okay? Okay. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with you. First uh, Corinthians 7, 5. Do not deprive each other except by mutual consent and for a time so that you may devote yourselves to prayer. Then come together again so that who? Satan will not tempt you, just like Jesus, because of your lack of self-control. Second Corinthians 10, uh, 2, 10, 11. Yeah, I did it for your sakes in the presence of Christ so that no advantage would be taken on us by Satan. For we are not ignorant of his what? His schemes. He's out there scheming how to take you down. He's talking about the church. But if you don't believe in him, you refuse to teach on him, even though so all over the place, how can the church understand his schemes? No wonder you're getting overtaken by him. Okay? Second Corinthians eleven three. 3. Uh, but I'm afraid that as serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, your minds will be led astray from the simplicity and purity of devotion to Christ. Second Corinthians eleven fourteen. 14. And no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. Ephesians 6, 11, Put on the full armor of God so that you will look cool as a Christian with this shiny armor and impress people with your outer wear. No, it's for real, literal, spiritual warfare against who? So that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes. There it is again. He's scheming against you, but you don't have to be afraid. God's bigger and he's giving you armor, everything you need against the schemes of the devil. Second Thessalonians two nine, the coming of the lawless one, the Antichrist, who's he going to be inspired by? A symbol of evil? No. In accordance with the work of Satan, displayed in all kinds of counterfeit miracles, signs, and wonders. Second Thessalonians three three. But the Lord is faithful, he will strengthen you and protect you from who? The evil one, right? First Timothy 3, 7. And he must have a good reputation uh, with those outside the church so that he will not fall into reproach. And the snare of the devil, pride. First uh, Timothy 4, 15, 14 through 15. Therefore, I want younger widows to get married, bear children, keep house, and give the enemy no occasion for reproach. For some have already turned aside to follow who? Satan, Satan right? Second Timothy two twenty six, And they may come to their senses, escape from the snare of the... Devil having held uh, captive by him to do his will. James 4, 7. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he'll what? Flee from you. Right? 1 Peter 5, 8. Be self-controlled and alert. Why? Why should we be self-controlled? Why should we be alert? Why should we never let our mental, spiritual guard down? Why should we always stay on target when the walk with Jesus Christ? Because this is what's going on. Your enemy... The devil prowls around look, like a roaring lion looking for somebody to devour. First John 2.13, I'm writing this to you, fathers, because you know him has been from the beginning. I'm writing to you, young men, because you have overcome the evil one. 1 John 3, he who does what is sinful is of the devil. devil because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason, listen, the Son of God appeared was to what? Not just to forgive your sins, but what? To destroy the devil's work, right? 1 John 5, 18. We know that one born of God, uh, uh, no one who's born of God sins as a pattern of life, but he who was born of God keeps him safe, and the evil one does not touch him. Revelation 12, 9. A couple more here. And the great dragon. If only I knew what the great dragon was. I'm going to have to pray and fast for 15 years. I'm going to have to get a word from God to tell me the mystery of the dragon. No, just keep reading. It tells you. And the great dragon was thrown down the serpent of old who was called Who? The devil, or Satan, who deceives the whole world, he was thrown down to the earth, and his angels, the demons, were thrown down with him. Revelation twenty twelve, one uh, 1 through 12. Uh, and I saw an angel coming down out of heaven, having the key of the abyss, and holding in his hand a great chain. He sees the dragon. Again, if only, in case I forgot, only a few chapters later, who that dragon was, I don't remember who. Keep reading. The Bible interprets itself. That ancient serpent, who is the what? Devil, or Satan, and mountain him for a thousand years. Now here's the deal. Satan is powerful. You don't want to mess with him. And he's real. But I don't have to be afraid. And according to this verse here, this is why you hear me say all the time, compared to the power of God, he's not even uh, to be considered uh, the, the, the hair on the back of a flea. Not even just a flea compared to God. Not even the hair on the back of a flea to God. Why? Because as powerful as Satan is, how many of god's holy angels did it take to bind and seize him one not a hundred thousand not a million see that's the problem we either overemphasize the devil or we de-emphasize the devil right we got to keep it in biblical balance and finally revelation 2010 and the who the devil deceived him and here's his future folks this is why he's snookering people today he knows his gig is up but he's so stinking evil he's seen how many people he can take to the lake of fire he knows the bible He knows Jesus defeated them, right? He deceived them. They're thrown into the lake of burning sulfur, where the beast, the Antichrist, and the false prophet have been thrown a thousand years earlier. They'll be tormented day and night forever and ever. Okay, again, that's not all of them, but that's Old and New Testament. Why? Why do you got to study this stuff? How come it keeps? uh, Because guess what? It's all over the Bible. As a Christian, what are you supposed to be doing? Studying? How much? All the Bible. So that means you not only got to deal with God's wrath, because that's in the Bible. That means you not only deal with heaven, you also deal with hell. You not only deal with God's grace, okay, but you deal with his what? His punishment when you get out of line, because he loves you, right? You not only deal with holy angels of God, you deal with what? Unholy angels uh, uh, from, with Satan, the demons, and Satan himself, right? You got to deal with prophets. You got to deal with it all. And then you become a well-rounded Christian who's equipped for the service of God. You're well protected. you got the knowledge of God. You know how to work. You know how to defend yourself. You know how to operate in this wicked world system. But if you dance around the Scripture individually or you go to a church that refuses to teach on all these things I just mentioned that are in the Bible, I'm not making this up. Then I had an instructor, he said, they're a bunch of half-baked Christians. No wonder it's a gooey mess. He said, think about it. He said, how many you guys like pancakes? mm pancakes, right? All six of you. I don't know what the rest to eat for breakfast, but pancakes, right? He says, now, can you imagine that you put the batter there in the, in the skillet, and, but the way you did your pancakes every morning was you only cooked the one side. Ugh. I don't care how much syrup you put on it. Ugh. Right? Well, see, that's what happens. If you're going to have a good, yummy pancake, what are you supposed to do? Don't just cook one side. What are you supposed to do? flip that baby over and then mm, mm, you put your butter on it how many guys grew up with choke cherry jelly in Kansas that's good Kansas food put some choke cherry jelly put some peanut butter on it while it's still hot Mm. throw on some bananas and you got a mouthful mm, you can't whistle for an hour right but here's my point you got to flip it on both sides to have something yummy right how many Christians don't have a good walk with Jesus Christ because they're only half baked like that pancake and you know why they're half baked Because that's how they approach the Scripture. I'm only going to do certain parts of it. And they could be doing it themselves, or that's all they get from the pulpit. And you wonder why things are a gooey mess. You have to deal with all of the Scripture. I didn't say that. That's God's command. Right? Okay. But that's what we see, just 30 verses, okay? And, but here's my point. Listen, you have to deny what the Bible says in order to deny the existence of Satan. And can I tell you something? That's dangerous. That's a sure ticket to a nightmare scenario in your walk with Jesus Christ and who knows what else, okay? Not only that, think about the the offset of that. If you say, okay, well, yeah, the Bible talks about Satan and and the evil one like we saw, but it's not real. It's just, it's it's not to be taken literally. All right? Think about the fallout with that. Does that mean that um, maybe... When God mentions heaven, you know, you'll read that part. But then how do I know that's literal? Maybe that's a figment of imagination or a symbol of goodness to help you morally stay on track. uh, Maybe uh, God himself doesn't exist. Maybe that's not literal. Maybe as Freud would say, that was just an idea brought up by our forefathers to help us cope with life. You know, a crutch. Some people actually believe that. Or maybe, you know, if I can't take Satan, literally, maybe God literally doesn't have a problem with sin. Or maybe there really isn't a hell, and we just party and live, and you wonder why our world is going that way and acting like devils. It's nuts, okay? Satan is real. He is not a symbol of evil. You cannot come to that conclusion if you read the Bible. Which you're supposed to do, certainly, if you're professing to be a Christian. And the Satanists, when they worship the devil, it's real. And we need to deal with it. Now, that's the biblical proof. That's our primary source for the, again, what are we talking about? The existence of Satan. right? But let me give you some societal proof. Is he really out there messing things up? Are people really worshiping him? Is this really on the rise today? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll just give you a couple quick examples. Later in our study, like we did with witchcraft, we had a whole study on just the promotion of witchcraft. We'll probably have the same here. But I want to give you just some highlights of that. And again, it's a Bible prophecy sign. The Bible says that in the last days there wouldn't just be a rise of pharmakeia, sorcery, witchcraft, okay? But there would be a rise of uh, devil worship, demon worship, right? Revelation 9, verse 20, the rest of mankind that were not killed by these plagues still... Did not repent of the work of their hands. And again, what's the context? You've already had the sealed judgments. One fourth of the earth's already been annihilated, right? Now you go rolling into the trumpet judgments, and then again, eventually it'll get to the bold judgments, right? And then uh, you think with the, you think after all this, an asteroid slammed to the earth, a third of the earth being burnt up, a third of the sea dying on top of all the stuff that went on the seals and the earthquake so big, and one fourth of the earth being annihilated, and then another third is going to be annihilated uh, here in the trumpet judgments. And they still, how could their hearts get so hard? Because they could have gotten saved because the gospel still goes out in the seven-year tribulation with the Revelation 7, the 144,000 male Jewish witnesses, the, the, the two witnesses in uh, uh, Revelation 11, right, de- declaring God's righteousness. And, and then also even Revelation 14, uh, it says that the angel goes to the sky and declares the, the eternal gospel. Why, how, could you, how could you still not turn to God? Well, it tells you why. Here's how dark it's going to get on the planet. Not just witchcraft. Watch what it is. They did not stop worshiping what? Demons. What's a demon? A demon is a what? Fallen angel. Who's the biggest fallen angel of all? Satan. Demon worship, devil worship, Satanism, not just witchcraft, are going to be on the rise in the last days. Why? Because in the seven-year tribulation, one of the reasons why it's so dark is because the occult is going to go nuts. And that's what, this. granted, folks, it's a a sour pill to swallow. But we're seeing, again, and we're just getting started to study, a rise of not just witchcraft, but just like the Bible says. Satanism, too. It's going nuts. It's even going into politics. Even in our own country. Around the world, it's crazy. And there are idols of gold, silver, bronze, stone, wood, idols that cannot see, hear, or Walk, okay? But let me give you some of the, it's, it's just going nuts in our world, just real quick uh, with that. Uh, MTV, I, I might show you if I can find this clip eventually, but Jack Black, remember him? Jack Black on MTV at their video award ceremony urged the audience to join hands and pray, quote, Dear Dark Lord Satan, and asked Satan to give the musicians and nominees continued success in the music industry. On tape right out in the open. How could somebody do that in the United States of America when we're 95 percent religious and godly in our so-called Christian heritage and the church would f- because nobody's talking about it. And most people, including so-called Christians, don't even believe it's real. It's just a symbol of evil. That's why. California, how many guys would say that state is a state of confusion. <laughs> uh, it's now becoming a state of darkness. And if you think all the new-agey and liberalism and leftist thought and communist thoughts and anti-God, anti-stuff, quote, some schools in California, and I'm not kidding, folks, this is a direct quote. Some schools in California are saying, quote, Lucifer is a model and a guardian. Most of what contributes to our work as teachers, preparation work, artistic work, even meditative work, is under the guardianship of Lucifer. We can become great teachers under his supervision. In the school system in California. Speaking of school system, right now the Satanic Temple has launched a campaign called Protect Children Day. And what it really means is they want children to pray openly to Satan in school. Quote, we want children to know that they are permitted to pray to Satan in school. You can't pray to Jesus. But they're allowing them to pray their constitutional right, supposedly. To Satan in school. Harvard is having black masses, which, by the way, Harvard was started by Reverend John Harvard. The original motto for Harvard was for Christ in the church. That's why you get educated, to serve Christ in the church. Not anymore. They're doing satanic black masses. We'll see that in a second. Uh, One man in Florida right now is seeking, quote, equal time in our government to open meetings with a prayer to Satan in the government in Florida. Statues of Satan are going up all over the place. Baphomet statues. Quote, even in the Bible Belt, quote, for kids to look up to. But don't worry. It's just a symbol of evil. This is not real. It's just, it's just morally to... You know why they're getting away with this stuff? Because we're keeping our mouth shut about it. Used to be back in the old day, man. You, all times and stuff. Every other sermon you get a message on Hell repentance, backsliding, right? And I'm talking across America. That's good stuff. We need to know that once in a while, right? But people today are growing up 20, 30 years in a church, they've never even mentioned the H word, hell, let alone Satan or demons or wrath or prophecy or sin. They don't even know what backsliding, what's that? Does that mean when you get off your snowboard and you start going backwards? That's our culture today in the church. And you wonder why things are so messed up, okay? But let me give you just—and again, we'll probably have more extended clips once we get to that. I'll get a little teaser. This is what's going on right now in the United States of America. You tell me why things are getting messed up, right? Let's take a look at this. We believe in greed. We believe in selfishness. We believe in all of the lustful
1: thoughts that motivate man, because this is man's natural feeling. This lady in a black robe forward with this little baby I had my incredibly sharp knife
0: I would strap the animal into the middle of the pentagram there were things here that weren't quite as they should be
1: and she just laid it on the altar and then I just cut its head off like that suddenly then the high priest just cut the baby's throat they
0: taught me how to kill someone there's a new tenant gaining a lot of attention north of Houston the Greater Church of Lucifer is celebrating its grand opening later this month on Main Street
1: and Keith Street in Old Town Spring. Chaos and controversy caused a slight delay at tonight's Pensacola City Council meeting. A leader from a satanic temple gave the invocation. The invocation started by David Sore, a representative of the satanic temple. It's the largest public satanic ceremony in history happening right here in Detroit. The lines ran along the graffitied walls, at least 100 people eagerly waiting for what's been kept well under wraps. It said, uh, dress like an animal or wear horns and tails. Some drove in from as far as upstate New York to see the Satanic Temple unveil a nine foot tall bronze statue of a goat headed Satan. It just seemed like it would be a historic event.
0: A New York based Satanic group wants to put a Satan statue on the grounds of the Oklahoma State Capitol and it has now unveiled drawings of the proposal. So, here it is. The statue features a bearded, goat-headed demon sitting on a throne with smiling kids next to it. This year, a new book filled with games and lessons about Satanism could be distributed to students attending public school in Florida's Orange County. The 10-page Satanic Children's Big Book of Activities features characters named Annabelle and Damien, who demonstrate rituals to
1: explain Satanism. It's called a Satanic Black Mass, and it's about to happen at Harvard University.
0: A Harvard University student club is hosting a Satanic Black Mass reenactment to celebrate witchcraft and satanic worship.
1: A 17-year-old boy in Houston, Texas, will be charged as an adult for the rape and human sacrifice of a 15-year-old classmate of his, who he killed in a, quote, satanic ritual, so that he could, quote, sell his soul to the devil. Where is the dividing line between something which is a bit of a giggle into full-blown Satanism? Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Something about sacrifice, if you do it once, you want to do it all the time.
0: All religions are coming around to Satanism. We're in the very throes of a new satanic age. The evidence is all around us. All we have to do is look at it. Anton LaVey. We'll probably have a whole study on him later. But but, but that's just the problem. We don't, we don't want to look at it, do we? Don't want to deal with that. Don't confuse me with the facts. Please tell me how to build my self-esteem, be financially successful, and could you please pass the Joel Olstein cube? I haven't had a positive message to get me through my day in the last five minutes. You wonder why things are so messed up. You wonder why this kind of stuff is on the rise. You wonder why they're doing this in our own country. And we're getting so far by the week, if not the day, from our godly Christian heritage. Sitting around and acting like it's not real ain't going to help nothing. We need to get back to the scripture. And in love, we need to get equipped and understand who we're up against And we need to start witnessing to people and encourage them to turn from it, right? Now, let me give you a couple more, and we'll close out, by the way. Uh, And and notice, by the way, the um, boy murdered in a ritual another person in Satanism. Now, remember, we did our witchcraft study, and we saw that that's still going on today on a massive scale. We saw in India and Africa... They do ritual killings and witchcraft. They kill people, adults. Remember in Africa, they, they have muti killings. They specifically want an albino. Remember that? This is going on right now as we, we sit here tonight. Remember that? Satanists do the same thing. In fact, this afternoon, when I was going through my notes again, um, I, I went ahead and looked. You know how many people go missing every year? And I believe this was just in the United States. Every year. 600,000 people go missing every year. I'm sure they just ran away. Maybe some of them. But can I tell you something? I think a lot of them are being abducted for horrible things, not just witchcraft. But Satanism. But why do people even get into this? Right? I'm just going to give you. We're going to get into some of these details later. But let's let's wrap it up. But one, some say it's it's mysterious. it kind of a, ooh ooh. Let's check it out. But they find out it's a one-way ticket to hell. This is a guy named Tony who got involved. This is what he said: "Quote. I thought at first I could be a Satanist on just a philosophical level, but I could feel Satan wanted me to go on to a bigger level to sacrifice bigger animals and then maybe humans and then even to my." life now why would he do that because satan's not just a liar in the fall of all lies john chapter eight he's a what he's a murderer you see that's what he's up to he knows his gig is up he's been defeated jesus whipped him on the cross he knows he's headed to the lake of fire he can't change that destiny but he's so stinking evil he's seen how many people he can take with him to the lake of fire and you know how that happens you just keep them deluded distracted and away from jesus christ long enough until they take their last breath or even take their own life which is self-murder by the way And where are they going to go? They'll go to hell. And then at the great white throne judgment, they'll go into the lake of fire. They'll meet Satan, all right. Okay? The instability of today's world. Watch this. Youth are looking for answers today in places where they normally wouldn't go. Why? Well, do you think the youth today are dealing with Satanism? Demonic stuff? Do you think they're having some spiritual encounters that they ain't got no answers for You know what happens? They go to church services. Guess what? 30 years, they've never heard nothing. They don't know what to do. They ain't getting no help. So you know what? They're going somewhere else. Right? Unusual, intense pressure. Stresses such as the breakup of family union, the ever-changing social customs, cries that the church is what? Irrelevant. In other words, can I translate that for you? You won't help us. You won't teach us all the Bible. It's the same old dribble every single week. Right? Right? Let me tell you a story about this cat. This cat is really cool. He's really fluffy. And then you, we just need to love one another. All right, let's close in prayer. You know what you get next week? They might switch it up a little bit. Hey, let me tell you about this fluffy dog. This fluffy dog. Isn't he so cute? That's kind of like how we are when we love each other. Let's close in prayer. Right? It's the same old... I mean, I, have you ever... Anyway, I, don't even get me started. Irrelevant. You won't teach the Word of God. Right? and the erosion of confidence in our political system, oh boy. Right? Isn't that true? And contribute to the pressures and people break under the load so they go searching. They also get into it because of extreme loneliness. The feeling that no one cares may lead people to become involved in the occult. They come to church services, what do they see? Man, most of the time, you go to the average church service, I mean, that's why I tease you guys all the time. What, what are you guys, Christians? You're fellowshipping. You act like you love each other. Typically what happens, go to a church service, as soon as the guy says, amen, what happens? Everybody's out there. Don't look at me. i got stuff to do. I ain't got time for you. You can't develop a relationship. Nobody takes the time to say hi, boo, whatever. Or they had that exciting encounter. They actually, as a newcomer, they came and sat down, and the person, yeah. Hey, it look like the devil. And what do they say? You're sitting in my pew. Phew, it's right. What a... Mm. But this is the kind of... And that's what they're saying. I, I, I can't even develop a relationship with you. You're mean and nasty or you don't take the time and you know what? I'm, I'm going some... Somebody at least will say hi. You know what? The Satanists will do that. That's why they get involved. Just something as basic as Christian love is a powerful witness to the lost. And can protect them from going astray into these dark alleys, right? Also mysticism. The influence of Eastern religions in America, which includes the mysticism in charismatic chaos, the 42-week study we did. Okay. Uh, And the emphasis on psychic phenomena, mind-expanding drugs, have turned to the mystical approach of life. And so they say, hey, I want to have a spiritual experience, man. Uh, uh, uh," And they start going that direction. Because you'll have a spiritual experience, witchcraft or Satanism, but it ain't the spirit of God to get sucked in right looking for that instead of hey let's come and be disciples let's come and be disciples we're out here about experience i had this vision you know i had goosebumps on top of my goosebumps in fact my toe big toe swelled up so big i had 87 goosebumps in there and that was the lord telling me an experience if that's all you do and then you feed these people well i need to have another experience or a bigger experience and you'll have a big experience with satanism been there done that wish i wouldn't have bought the t-shirt but she gets sucked in, it's too late. So that's the encouragement of that behavior. Music, phew. So we saw, witchcraft was being glorified, but so was Satanism, folks, right? With occult themes, fantasy role-playing, and computer games, oh, man. We might get into that, but man, all kinds of computer games today, it's just flat-out demonic. I mean, full-on demonic, not just a bloody mess. It's demonic, and kids get into it. It's an influence on them. The decline of the family, this is sad, watch this. Traditional family of dad, mom, and a child or two is getting hard to find. Only 11% of the United States of America household fits that description. You know what that means? 89% is not. Just the basic mom and dad and and some kids at home. No more. And because of that, one Satan says, quote, if I had a close family relationship, I might not have gotten into Satanism. There was an uh, absence and Satan filled that. They're looking for love in all the wrong places. That's why. Where do they meet? Well, abandoned churches, believe it or not. And, of course, it's obvious. We'll see that basically anything that the church does, they do the exact opposite in mockery and blasphemy to God. So that fits. They also meet in cemeteries, shocker, mountainous areas, desert areas. If you think this doesn't go on around here in Las Vegas, uh, you're fooling yourself. You need to wake up. Uh, Beaches, abandoned buildings, wooded areas, basements, uh, under bridges, parks, uh, business locations, after hours, of course. And when do they meet? Now, I'm going to blow through this real quick for the sake of time. Uh, But remember how we saw that the um, witches had their own calendar? Almost had a whole study just on that. The witches' calendar. And it's just a cyclical calendar they go through. And this tells them when to do the rituals. Well, guess what? Satan has got one too. And this is from them. I'm not embellishing this. It's sick, but here's what they do. Remember how many people go missing every year? 600,000. 600, Watch this. January 7th, they start off the year with St. Wineball Day. Now what you're going to see through their uh, calendar is a lot of saints. I wonder why. Remember we saw that with witchcraft that they kind of catholicized a lot of occult activities including Halloween stuff. And on that day, they have a blood ritual. It could be animal or human sacrifice. Uh, and then they do a dismemberment, specifically of a male, uh, if it's going to be a human. January 17th, they have what's called satanic revels. That's uh, a sex ritual. Age what? 7 to 17 years old, and it has to be a female. It's called pedophilia, folks. It's gross. It's sick. This is the kind of stuff that goes on. And they have a calendar. They do it every year. But you know why they get away with it? Because we don't say nothing about it. We act like it's not real. January twenty through seven. This is called the abduction. Now, what, what, do you, what do you mean abduction? They purposely back up. It could be a week or two weeks on certain festivals. We'll see in a second, and they go round up people for sacrifices. How many people go missing every single year, folks? I'm telling you, I think a big chunk of that is from occult abductions, right? And, and this one is they go grab people for the preparation of what's called candle mass, and it's coming up. That's a sex and blood ritual. It's a human sacrifice of a female or a child of any age. 29th of January, St. Agnes, that's, they do some spell work on that day. February 2nd, here it comes. They, they went out and grabbed people for this one, February 2nd. That's a sabbat. It's also a witch festival. They do a blood ritual and animal or human sacrifice. February second, another satanic rebel, sex ritual, seventeen to seven, uh, seven to seventeen. February twenty fifth, Saint. Oh, am I starting to see all these saints pop out? Uh, St. Walpurgis Day, blood ritual, communion of blood, and dismemberment of any age. March 1st, St. Eichdacht, whatever you say, blood ritual, drinking of human blood for strength, paying homage to the demons. Of course, you've got to get that blood from anybody, uh, whether it be a male or a female. March 20th, th- the date varies. This is spring equinox. It's uh, a sabbat. It's also a witch festival. This is when they do orgies, any age, male, female, human, or animal involved in the process good, good Friday again take, they take the resurrection of Christ or the birth of Christ they do things the exact opposite and they mock it specifically uh, they mock the death of Christ with the blood ritual uh, humans, they sacrifice a human male adult they'll do their own sacrifice uh, it's gross Easter Eve Day another blood ritual human sacrifice again adult or female April 26th oh here they go again they must be getting ready for a big holiday they go abduct more people okay during that week and why is for something called the grand climax April 26th May 1st uh, it's a sex ritual female age what one to five now you're talking babies that's sick June 21st you have covenant initiation so you want to join you're gonna have to go through an initiation and this is the first day of summer summer solstice again a lot of these parallel with what witchcraft Orgy ritual, human or animal sacrifice, any age, male, female, animal, July 1st, once again, demons rebel. Blood ritual, sexual association with demons is what they are engaged in, they believe. Any age female, July 20th to 26th. Oh, must be getting ready for another big deal. Here comes another abduction. And this is for the thing called, again, the grand climax. And here it is, July 27th, the grand climax. Uh, It's specifically five weeks and one day after the summer solstice, and that's where you have a human sacrifice, female child, or an adult. Uh, Lamas Day, August 1st. Again, blood ritual, animal, human sacrifice, male, female, any age. August 3rd, you go back to your satanic revels, sex ritual. Uh, You're back up to 7 to 17, female. August 24th, St. Bartholomew's Day. Again, pay attention to all the saints. Great Sabbath, it's a fire festival as well. September 7th, Marriage to the Beast. Uh, this is a sex sacrifice and a dismemberment of what? An infant to 21 years old female. As long as it's in that range. September 22nd, the date varies. Feast day, fall equinox, orgy ritual, any age. October 30th to third. this is preparation for or Halloween. Not only is it a big, high, unholy day for witchcraft, It's huge for the Satanists, right? And they they start back on the 13th abducting people for that time. So this one, they back up two weeks to gather up their sacrifices. Why? Because 13, as we saw before in the witchcraft study, numerology is big in the occult. And the reason why they start on the 13th is because 13 is backwards of 31, the 31st okay so for two weeks and then of course from October 20th through the 30th they have a blood ritual human sacrifice each day during those three days, any age, male or female. And then on the 31st, uh, Halloween, night of blood and sex for association with demons again, animal, human sacrifice, any age, male or female, uh, the animal. And then November 1st, Satan is High Holy Day, related to, again to Halloween, keep it going. Blood ritual, human sacrifice. Again, that's apparently why uh, they take two weeks to go gather their victims because they are sacrificing a bunch of people. Don't worry. It's all a figment of your imagination. It's just a symbol of evil. Isn't that gross when you say it that way, when this is really going on? And you're going, how come these people aren't rounded up and going to jail? How come these people are... How how could this not just be happening? How could it be on the rot Because the church is keeping their mouth shut on it. And you're a half-baked Christian, whether you realize it or not. You're a gooey mess and it's messing things up. Right? And let's just close it out. Number four, satanic revels, uh, sex ritual, age 17 to 7. December 22nd, winter solstice, another orgy ritual, any male, female, human, animal, demon revels on 24th. This is Christmas Eve, specifically. And listen to this. Remember the birth of Christ? To give one another body parts from a male infant. And total mockery. That's gross. What do they look like? Well, if you're not grossed out enough, these are from some police reports. Stuff goes on, folks. That's why people get involved in these satanic rituals. Many believe that human sacrifice will put a magic shield around them and their followers, even protecting them, they say, even from bullets or protect them from harm. Some of the remains that the police find at these places, just one example... They were searching for uh, a missing college student. They came to the end of the search when they found candles, kettles full of body parts, animal bones, a cauldron containing brains, hearts, other organs of victims. During the ritual killings, victims' brains were cut out. They were put on a fire mixed with blood, herbs, rooster's feet, goat heads, and turtles. Officers found the bodies of 13 males and uh, one uh, young as 14. Several of the victims had been slashed with knives. Others were bludgeoned. One had been hanged. Another apparently set afire and at least two pumped with bullets. Some had been tortured with razor blades and had their hearts ripped out and nearly all had been mutilated. But you know what? Let's just keep our mouth shut about this. Let's just put her head in the sand. Let's talk about fluffy cats and fluffy dogs and how to build your self-ex... It's not only sick, but you know what? It should, hopefully, in your heart, bring up some righteous indignation. What is the church doing? It's... Mm. 91, I'll say it again, to 99% say that Satan is just a figment of your imagination. You wonder why it's getting worse. Now, for those of you who are sufficiently freaked out by now, let's once again, why do we need to know this? We not only need to know what we're up against, but we need to know the good news as a Christian. I still don't have to be afraid, read the Bible. 1 John 4, 4, you are from God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. And then on top of that, God's not just bigger. Satan's not even the hair on the back of a flea compared to God. 2 Timothy 1, 7, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but what? Power, love, and a sound mind. I don't have to be afraid of the devil and demons, even though they're real, and I need to understand what I'm up against. I don't have to be afraid. I am indwelled by the Holy Spirit of God. He's with me wherever we go. Nothing enters the sphere of this life without His divine permission. And even if I go through hard times, even if it's spiritual warfare, in the authority in the name of Jesus Christ, we deal with it and move on. And even if I go through challenges, including spiritual warfare, God says, you know what? I'm going to, I overpower that. I'm going to turn that around together for good. I don't have to walk around in fear. But don't go the other end of the spectrum and act like it's not real. You ain't helping nobody. Who you are helping is these people to prosper in their wickedness. But I will tell you this, if you aren't a Christian, you better be afraid. And you better accept Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, right now. This ain't a game. He can have a heyday with you. He ain't got no protection. You're on your own. Turn to Jesus now. I quoted this before but a former uh, devil worship, and we're getting ready to close. And, um, Let me give you an example of how even the devil worshipers know who's in control, right? And uh, he said he got involved in it when he was 8 or 9 years old because that's what his dad did. So his dad got him into it. And he says uh, he could feel the presence of the devil coming to his room when his father be, quote, worshiping flowers and candles uh, and going from 7 o'clock at night to 5 in the morning, worshiping Satan. Oh, and by the way, listen to this. I've got to throw this one in there. He says, and my father would worship and, quote, speak in demonic tongues. How many times have we got to kick that stone? He said, I was I was growing up in a demonic church. I was being trained to be a warlock. Right? By others who had been doing this for 30, 40, 50 years, including his own dad. He said, you couldn't speak to the devil right away. You had to earn your right to speak to the devil. He said, in fact... Uh, uh, the first mass killing I was aware of they did in my neighborhood, uh, the husband stabbed his wife 52 times and cut her ears off. See, so by the age of uh, 13, I was astral projecting from my body. I'd leave my body home and go around cursing the neighborhood, cursing them and, uh, 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 that they'd get involved in prostitution and drugs and homosexuality, uh, uh, to get them to murder people, commit suicide. He said, uh, at the age of 15, 16, then I started going into hospitals. And I cursed the people there so that they would die and not get better. And I wanted them to die because I wanted to be the biggest devil worshiper. He says, in fact, if I told you you were going to die in 30 days, you better get ready. You're going to die in 30 days. And he gives this example. Of course, now he's a professing Christian. He said, this lady came to him and says, I want you to kill somebody for me a lady he said okay I'll I'll kill her you give me seven grand I'll kill her and uh, she said oh by the way this lady's a Christian he said oh I'll kill her for free then I don't need your money I'm gonna teach these Christians a lesson I'm gonna I'll kill her for free he said so I started man I did the voodoo thing I did the witchcraft thing the Satanism all that stuff and, and 21 days went by and she didn't die A month went by, she didn't die. And I was like, wow, what's going on? My reputation's on the line. So I called in the the demons and the devil, and I I increased the rituals. I doubled it all uh, so that she would die overnight. Nothing's still going on. Nothing's going on. And so I was at home at night. Listen to what he said. And the, 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 quote, devil showed up. The presence of the devil comes into my room. The devil told me, we, quote, have to abort the plan for the lady you want to kill. And he says, why? I'm a warlock. Uh, If I don't kill the lady, the the, the people aren't going to think I have any powers. And he said, quote, you don't understand. The God she believes in says, leave her alone. Don't touch her. You know what that is? That's 1 John 4, 4. Greater is he who is in me than he that is in this world. How many times, I've thought of this so many times, not even before I was a Christian, but after I was a Christian. How many times has God intervened and saved us from things we didn't even know was going on? But don't worry. It's just a symbol. It's not real. (laughs) Anybody got a fluffy animal? I'm tired of talking about fluffy cats and dogs. I don't want to say fluffy lizard because that'll be a distraction because lizards aren't fluffy. You wonder why we're doing this study, folks. We're in a war down here. This is not a cakewalk. God gives us His armor as Christians so we could take our stand against a literal devil. Okay? But... As crazy as it is, I'm going to close with this, and then we're going to skip our prayer and prayers before for time again, unfortunately. But i got to get this one in there. You th- the same people that we saw in the church that not only refused to talk about witchcraft, the, again, they don't even want to deal with the literal devil. Certainly don not want to talk about that. But we saw last time that the church is what? The apostate church, not the real church, the apostate church. They're what? They're merging with witchcraft, remember that. Uh, especially once again, I got to kick it, but they're not the only ones. But a lot of the charismatic community, with their mystical practices and stuff, they're just bringing witchcraft straight in, and they try to Christian Christianize it, throw some Christianese on it. It's still witchcraft. Most people don't get it because they don't know witchcraft rituals. But to understand what witchcraft does, then you're going like, what in the world are you doing, bringing that to the church? Now, what you're about to see is. Now, Satanism is starting to be combined in church services. This is a recent video. Shocker. This is from Kenneth Copeland. How many things does he got to get wrong as well? But watch what he does to communion. This is blasphemy. Watch this.
1: This week, someone sent me a video by Kenneth Copeland doing a blood oath and demonstrating it as a Christian thing is, it's just so bizarre. And I I, I watched it a couple of times and I'm thinking, I literally don't even know exactly if I know what I just saw. That was weird. And I want to show it to you and just give some commentary along the way. I've I've kind of prepared this video for you and uh and I had to I had to edit it out because he just the way he talks, he's so sporadic and he, he's really kind of spacey and he'll say something and there'll be like almost a minute of silence and so I kinda of cut it down for you just so you could see what it was. But um uh let me turn the echo echo cancellation on. And here we go. Let me just play just a little bit of this video and explain to you along the way what is happening. And the Lord directed me to demonstrate some things this was last week in his conference the southwest conference that he had so that the next time you take communion this will be in your mind's eye i wanted you to see it (laughs) okay so what he does and i had to cut that out but they went through and explained what a salt covenant was and apparently, two men would put salt in a bag and they shake the salt up, and uh, that's what he has there in front of him. But now they're going to go on and explain what they're calling a blood covenant. Now, so this is your cup. Yes, sir. This is my cup. So. And they're going to do something with communion, and that's the whole point. They're trying, to, they're trying to demonstrate communion and the new covenant here. But I want you to notice Kenneth Copeland's hands and what he's about to do with his hands before they pour this grape juice into this cup and take communion. Just watch this. you notice he's cutting his hand that's the cutting and he's symbolically squeezing blood into that cup as if as if he's filling that blood that uh, that cup with his own blood is anybody here kind of wigged out by this guys we have gone off the ranch and and quite frankly i'm, I'm even at a loss of what to tell you just get out of these churches. This is more than just Christian denominations disagreeing on non-essential doctrine. There are people out there that are preaching absolutely damnable heresies, horrible things. And I want to warn you to stay away from these people. Kenneth Copeland, what he's preaching there is just scary. And quite frankly, I think what he just did was demonic. Guys, get away from these people. These people are not your friends. These people are ministers of Satan. And I'll stand by that statement.
0: So will I. Remember the salt was also used in witchcraft rituals? guys are making this stuff up. But they seem to gravitate towards occult ritual behavior. And how dare you do that to communion? How does this guy get away with it? How's he still doing what he's doing? Can I tell you something? Because Christians still support him. It's nuts. Well, that's exciting. What an opener. Yeah, don't you feel charged? (laughs) Yeah. Next time, Lord willing, what we're going to see is um, the fact that we continue uh, to keep, and I'm talking, we, we, I'm talking about the American church, I'm not talking about us, Right? But if this keeps up, you know what this is going to do? It's going to destroy the church. What happened to Israel when they merged with the false religions and demonic worship with Jehovah God worship? Every one of them. God gave them time to repent, but every one of them what? Went belly up and he took them out. But if this keeps up and if we keep our mouth shut about it and let these people get, don't say nothing, they're going to get away with it and they're going to destroy the church and the Satanists are going to destroy our country. There's a price to be paid to keep your mouth shut. All it takes for evil to triumph is what? For good men to do nothing. In our context... Is for Christians to keep their mouth shut about it. Silence on this is not going to help anybody. Next time, we've now, I think, sufficiently demonstrated mm, the existence of Satan. This is real. And when there are Satanists out there worshiping him, this is really going on. Case closed, hopefully. Now we're going to move on to okay, he's real, but what is he up to? What's his motive? What's his character? What's he doing on this planet? We'll take a look at that next time, and then Lord willing, eventually, we'll get into the, specifically the history of Satanism. How in the world did it get to the point where they're open with it today when we have a Christian heritage? So we're going to explore that. Then we'll get into their beliefs. We'll get into their practices, like we did with the witchcraft, and we'll probably end towards on the promotion. And how kids are be- just, oh, it's horrible. But we've got to deal with it. Amen? Well, that makes us a liar. The, another Ten Commandments says that you shall not steal. Don't ever take anything without permission. How many of you guys uh, have ever done that? Well, you guys already said you're a bunch of liars. All of our hands should have went up on that one. And for being honest, God already knows. Folks, we've all taken something. We've stolen something, right? That makes us a thief. Another Ten Commandments says that you shall not use the Lord's name in vain. He's not just holy. Even His name is holy. Hey, folks...